What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Rivalry. We got episode 56, Illinois' Big Ten Tournament Champs, one seed in the tournament. We got a lot to get to, so let's go. All right, Mike. So, Big Ten Champs, like we said they would. So, there's there's definitely a, a fake Big Ten champion of the of the year. Um, we kind of proved that. And I think that the biggest thing that, you know, I took away from it is the fact that, like, we had to go through a pretty tough route to get there. And I didn't feel like at any time I was worried. I mean, even in the Ohio State game, I mean, we were up 17. They came back. But at the end of it, I mean, we just controlled most of those games. And, I mean, we just looked really good. I mean, what's your what's your take on it? Look, man, yeah, you, you hit it, like, Never really got worried that Ohio State. Ohio State even took the lead by two, and you still thought you still knew like this team was going to have a response, and they did. And man, it's just been a good ride. It's been a good ride. Like I was thinking about this. Those six game, our last six games, like Rutgers. Um, I'm going to miss one up here probably, but Rutgers, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio State, twice, twice, Iowa. Uh, Iowa, um, Ohio State again, like, and won all of those. So when you think about like an NCAA tournament coming up, and you think about you may have to play Loyola, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, maybe, and then like a Baylor, like whatever run, whatever stretch it's going to take you to win a national championship is not going to be harder than the stretch you just did. So like you have to feed off that and say, hey, look, we've done this. We've taken, we've done this a harder route and won six games in a row. Like we can do it now. But yeah, this team's playing special right now. Like everything is, you know, everybody's playing to their role at the highest level that they can play that role. And it's just great. I love seeing it. DeMonte is like, it's a layup. If he gets a, if he gets his feet set and it's a three. So defensively, Curbelo's playing well. It's just, it's awesome. It's fun to watch. And, yeah, we got some uh, – you hit it. Like, there's some fraud alerts out there. Like, Michigan is not the Big Ten champ. Illinois just proved that, I think. Uh, Voldemort, like, dude, you got owned by Kofi now again. Co- like, you're not even the best center in the league, arguably. So, how can you be Big Ten player of the year? Juwan Howard, coach of the year. You didn't finish all your games, and you didn't even make it to the final of the tournament. So, how is – and what – think about – I'm going on a rant here, I know. I'll let you get in here in a second. But think about Frankie, okay, and where Illinois was when he came there. And think about Howard and where Michigan was when he got there. Like, anything – like, how you can say Underwood is not the coach of the year is beyond me. Like, what he's turned this program into, and I get it's not a program turnaround award. It's a coach of the year. But still, he's (laughs) – he finished the year at a higher AP pool than the Michigan more wins won the big 10 tournament championship. Like it's just, I don't understand how he's not coach of the year. All right. Get in there. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think that, you know, Juwan Howard, best thing he's ever done was, you know, be on those fab five teams and, you know, back in the nineties. So um, for him to get, you know, coach of the year, I just, I feel like with what Illinois had to go through, and how their season went. I mean, a lot of that was coaching. And, you know, Rick Scritchy kind of said it last podcast, which is that, 
you know, he knows how to test these guys. He knows how to get them motivated. And so I think a lot of the play and a lot of the fun that you're seeing in the team, that's a direct representation of Frank. So, yeah, I I don't know how he doesn't win it, but, like, keep disrespecting. Keep disrespecting. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. we'll just keep proving one uh, by one by one game that, you know, we're better than, you know, what the critics say. And so, you know, I think that with, you know, Voldemort, it's like, there's no question. Like, I would not want to ever play, like, Illinois again. And, like, no. if you're Iowa, like, we are your big brother. Like, at this point, like, you just – no matter what you put on the floor, we're going to beat you. We're tougher. We're better. Like, we want it more. I mean, there's just – our coach would beat your coach. In, I mean, it wouldn't even be close. Our team would beat your team in a fight. Like, it's just not even close. And so, like, that was my favorite is just watching them get white again and again, even from last year. You know what I mean? And Bohannon crying about it on Twitter. Oh, I just – I got lost in the comments there. Yeah, and I mean, it's just – you know, it's it's ridiculous. But then I always like – I mean, you know, we we beat Ohio State and then I turn around and play them again. And, like, that's tough, you know, that's tough to do. Um, We came out hot, but, you know, we came out hot in every game. And, like, that's what we have to do. Like, that's when, you know, we're at our best is when we start and we build that lead. And then now what we're doing is, you know, we're pressing uh, or we're pressing to keep that lead, but also keeping the foot on the gas. And that's what, you know, you've seen Trent. I mean, he's looked, you know, super good. Um, Curbelo's been so, you know, fun to watch. Um, I mean, it's just been – it's been a collective um, sort of, you know, effort from everybody. And I know you're a big fan of Georgie. And just watching, like, him, you know, and his excitement, his attitude, and his energy. But at the same time, like, you know, you're seeing a lot of people step up. And I think we're just all, you know, clicking at the right time. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool, Ohio State game. Because, like, I know you're not, like, the biggest Georgie fan as far as his game. I mean, obviously, everybody likes the kid. Um, but I just think it, he's soft. That's it. I, I understand. And I don't know that it's he's soft. That he's, don't, he's just undersized at the center position a lot of most games. Like most times he comes in, he's matched up against somebody that's just bigger than him. Um, but I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, he gets pushed around. He doesn't hold his own necessarily all the time. But it is so much more fun seeing him play well and smiling. And it's just infectious to everybody. And even when he plays bad, he's just such a good teammate. He doesn't let it really bother everybody. But he's just it's just better when he's playing well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Curbelo's been great. Trent. But, man, Ohio State, like, I don't want to play them anymore, though. Because, like, EJ Liddell is just a stud. I think their legs kind of got them a little bit that game, too, like, down the stretch. But that Washington dude, like, is a shot maker. Yeah. And just he's just insane. I was telling my wife when we were watching the game, I was like, anytime you think you're about to pull away from them, he's going to hit a big three and b- bring them right back. And it's kind of the same way with – I hate saying anything good about anything Iowa, but Wies Camp, that Wies Camp kid's the same way with them. He's, he's going to hit a big shot that keeps them relevant in that game. But, uh, yeah, Fran, uh, by the way, Fran – McCaffrey, Iowa's coach, got a four-year extension today, so he's not going anywhere. Good. So Good. yeah, more, I love it. More, more crime for four years. Love. Yeah, that. yeah, and he just and like and his team like takes that personality on too. So like they cry after the game and stuff. I mean Garza's dad and everything. Like it was really it really sucked because he was like super nice and cool about Iowa and all that. 
And it's like, I want to hate you. So stop being nice to us and be a jerk so we can hate you more. But some of the Iowa players and stuff, I just, I love it. I get, I, I love beating them more than anything. So, um, but yeah, man, the big 10 tournament was special and it was, it was a lot of fun. And I, I, you can tell right now I'm like all over the place because I haven't been this excited about Illinois basketball in a very long time. And it's just like, I'm giddy right now. I'm really giddy. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's cool to see. It's cool to watch. I mean, you know, they're playing really well and I mean, at the right time and, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, looking at kind of their route to the, you know, finals, I mean, there's not really that – there's not really that team that I'm just like, man, I do not want to play them, um, you know, until we get, you know, to like Baylor. Um, I mean, I know we, we kind of talked about, you know, some of the situations in terms of like who they would play, uh, West Virginia or Houston or, you know, some of those teams, but um, – yeah, I mean, I think that in terms of just the the, the bracket and where, where they got placed, um, I like their road. I think that they'll get, you know, the things done that they need to get done. But, I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, like, so when I initially saw the bracket coming out, I was like, man, that, like Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State came out final AP poll at, like, number 11. So that should be a three seed normally. Uh, so them at a four seed – looks looks tough west virginia is a really good team um you know i'm not like huge on houston but i can't say with that with a bunch of expertise i just haven't got to see them play very much i won't pull a wally zerbiak and just say ran and say things that i think about a team that i just don't know just going off houston's conference um, Why not? that's were, what i do i know you were <laughs> impressed yeah you were impressed with their blowout win in the conference tournament championship. And like, yes, it's conference tournament championship. I don't care who you're playing to blow somebody out. Like that's impressive, but it was Cincinnati. who's not even a tournament team. So I just, I don't know. Anyway, you, when you lay out Illinois, you know, potential road. Okay. You're looking at Loyola or Georgia tech. Okay. Both team like Georgia tech. I, I watched, I did get to watch them play one game basically you know, and just looking at other things about them, but actually getting to see them play, they just get after you on defense. Like that's their identity is they're going to play with a ton of energy on defense. Okay. Offensively, they're not super great. So, you know, those kind of teams always scare you though. Cause let's say they're getting after you, you know, Curbelo or, you know, you have some freshman mistakes, make some turnovers. You just never know, but you're not scared. How big of a goofball do you think their coach is? With that Pfizer and that like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, like, fuck, he, you know where he was, right? He was the Memphis coach, um, for a long time, and he's like his. Vo- they played his voicemail, like it's. He's just, um, he's very, very positive person. Let's put it that way, right? No, and, I, uh, I, I heard all about. But it, yes, but the guess- the afro and the visor is a is a unique look for I, sure. I was just the face at him, shield, I'm like, dude. This guy needs to, like. He's the type of guy who's look just like he should be like a banker that pounds whiskeys after work. And, you know, that's his like main persona. Watches, <laughs> watches basketball, maybe dabbles in some gambling, shoots 90, you know, on the course. Like that's who he is. He's just your average Joe dude. And he's, he's out there with the visor like around his head. And I'm just like, 
I can't take you serious, man. Yeah. Especially yeah, he, after I hear your voice. Now. He's tough to listen to. He's like, it's almost like the the guy that's like so positive and nice that feels fake and you just get annoyed by it. Like, all right, dude, like you've had a bad day before, right? Like, surely. Right. So give it up. But yeah, so you're not worried about that. Oklahoma State, you know, or Tennessee potential. I don't know a ton about Tennessee. Oklahoma State, we know, has probably the number one NBA pick. So they're young, but when you have a player that good, you know, he can take over a game. And then you're looking at West Virginia or Houston. Yep. You know, in your Elite Eight game. Yep. So, yeah, it's just none of those teams that you look at, you say, Illinois, but that's the thing about the tournament. You look at every team in the tournament, and you can say Illinois is better without, I mean, you can't say Illinois is better than Gonzaga Baylor, but they're in on that level. And then everybody else, they're better than. So, like, you shouldn't be scared at all. You just, it's the cynic coming out and people when you say, like, anything can happen in the NCAA tournament. And, yeah, the road could have been easier, but it could have been harder, too. For sure. For sure. Um, so, with that, you uh, you filled out your bracket? I did. Let's, uh, let's walk through some early upsets that, that you might have on there. Um, I'll Dude, start. the NCAA tournament is like your fantasy football team after draft night. Like while you're drafting, you feel good about it. Then you look at it after you're like, God, those are some bad. Picks. Right. No, I mean, that's, that's, you know, what I, what I feel like is, and I think this is just me in general is like, you know me, I'm a favorite better. Like, I bet the favorites. Like, I think, yes. that, I think the better team should win most times. So I'm not, not a big upset fan. Um, but looking at, you know, some of the games played, you know, my first big upset um, is out of the South region, and I got Utah State beating Texas Tech. Um, Utah State's been really tough. I'm um, not going to lie, Texas Tech was pretty good, but for some reason I just I, – I like that matchup. I think that Utah State ends up taking them. Um, so that's, that's one I've got. And then over in the – West region, um, I got VCU versus Oregon. That's not a big upset, but I still think that I don't know. Man, Oregon always just like I feel like they just their whole program is just not very good. Come football, bowl games, basketball, you know, tournament appearances. I don't know. I just in, in big moments they don't play well, so I picked. It's VCU the Pac-12, man. Like nobody trusts Pac-12, especially now that Arizona's not what it used to be. Like, that was about the only team basketball-wise you could trust. Right. But, yeah, so what uh, what ones do you have? So, going off of the two regions you just did, South and West, in the South I went with Winthrop, 12-5. I think it's a very popular one this year because Villanova is without Gillespie, um, you know, and it's, you know, it's your classic 12-5. Like, there's going to be one or two of them, it seems like, every year. So why not be that one was kind of the thought there. Villanova with some um, – they you know, they got beaten their tournament, so they look vulnerable without Gillespie. So I think that was one there. And then in the West, I went with Ohio over Virginia, mainly being Virginia had to withdraw from the ACC tournament because of COVID. So how much practice are they getting in? Will they be without any players? Ohio – and I feel bad that I can't remember the kid's name, but that point guard like lit us up. 
early in the year. So I'm kind of maybe basing off that. He's continued that stretch of good play. And uh, they're playing high right now, won their tournament. So I like Ohio over Virginia there uh, was my upsets in, in those two brackets in the first round. Nice. Yeah, I got that Ohio um, pick as well. I think most people will probably have that. But, I mean, I'm like you. There's got to be, you know, one of those 12, 13 seeds that end up, you know, overtaking one of these four or five teams. So right. that was kind of my thought. And then going down to, like, the East and the Midwest – um, East, I've got this is just purely based on I don't know, just looking at the matchups and trying to figure out which five seed's gonna upset. Um, I've got Georgetown, I know they you know wouldn't have made it had they not won their tournament, but I always like a team coming off some momentum. Um, you know, clicking at the right time, they're hot, so pick them over Colorado. And then looking at the Midwest region, this one was one that I feel like I just kind of like picked the, the favorites in um, other than Rutgers. So Rutgers over Clemson, told you I picked like all the Big Ten teams because I just think Big Ten Conference is, is right. really solid this year. So um, that was kind of my, my upset in the Midwest, but everything else is pretty one or favorites over everybody else. Gotcha. Yeah, I um, in the East, I took um, Michigan State over BYU. Um, that's, I mean, obviously, if Michigan State loses to UCLA, I'll have to live with UCLA upsetting BYU. But I think Michigan, you know, it's Michigan State in the tournament, and it's Big Ten team. Like I'm taking them, so I'll take Michigan State to beat UCLA and then beat BYU. Um, and there's no Jimmer for BYU. No Jimmer. They do have that harms the the seven three lefty that used to play it that transferred from Purdue. So they do have that big boy, but uh, I will, I'll take Michigan's tournament. Michigan state wins that game. And in the Midwest, I didn't, I think I took it in one bracket and didn't take it in another, but the one that like I could see happening is Syracuse only because, you know, and I was just reading, I have not seen San Diego state play all year. They lost twice to Utah state, the team that you like, but San, but San Diego State won their conference, and the, they had four losses all year, and two of them were to Utah State. But the only reason I, what I was reading and hearing and um, from experts stuff is they're not a very good shooting team, and when you're playing Syracuse, who's going to play that two-three zone, that seems like it could uh, could cost them. So I'll take Sy- I, I I like Syracuse in that game as an upset possibly. I like that. I didn't take that, but I like that. Yeah, so that, and like I said, I haven't seen San Jose play. That's just what people, you know, experts are saying that they're statistically a poor outside shooting team. So it makes sense to me. Nice. So yeah, we got some upsets going on. Um, My bigger upsets came round two. I had a couple big, decent ones there. Did you have any of your Cinderellas keep going or no? Um, like I'll just go. For example, I have. Maryland beating UConn round one and then upsetting Alabama round two. Oh, damn. Go get it, Maryland. Big 10, baby. And Maryland, Maryland's that team. Like, okay, so they beat Illinois. Uh, they, they beat some other top teams in the Big 10. Like, they just – they play to the level of the competition, and the level of competition is going to be good in the tournament. So, they're going to play up, and they can beat anybody on any given night, I think. Yeah, I mean, the biggest, biggest one I've got is – I mean, I don't even know if this is an upset, but – 
Michigan and Florida State, because Michigan's posers, they're not making it past the third round, and that's going to be a great, uh, a great feeling for everybody. I have so, a feeling there's a lot of people picking Michigan to lose third round. I think round. They'll, be the, they'll definitely be the first number one out for sure. I would think so too, especially if Livers doesn't come back. So yeah. they're very vulnerable. Yeah, so I've got them. I got Florida State beating them. Um, so I like San Diego State a lot. Watch them play. They want me some money, so I'm kind of partial to that. Um, so I have them. <laughs> I have them beating West Virginia. I have, oh, okay. going, I have them all going all the way to Houston and getting beat. So you, San Diego State won you a bunch of money, and you admitted to me before we came on West Virginia lost you a bunch of money. So that's the reason you're taking San Diego State over West Virginia. Yeah, I'm a little salty against West Virginia. <laughs> You'll have that. But yeah. What about your uh, final four? Final four. I got the three ones, Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, and then kind of a uh, process of elimination in the East. You know, like the way my picks went, it just made sense. I had um, Texas beating Florida State in the Elite Eight. And I honestly, that game, if, if that's the game that happens, I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State won that too. I just, I picked Texas. So um, I think that would be a good game. That'd be a cool Elite Eight out of that that division there so i got texas with the three number ones and then obviously um illinois beating baylor gonzaga beating texas and then illinois winning the championship you love to see it yeah i mean it's nice to be able to pick illinois as the national champion and feel really confident about that pick and know that there's tons of other people making that same pick right Right. I mean, you know, you said it that a lot of the analysts right now have Gonzaga and Illinois and then Gonzaga winning, but I mean I think I think if we're or in that game, I think there's a lot of uh you know a lot of people still salty from two thousand five. And I think I mean it's just it's it's almost like it's it's supposed to happen. Um but, you know, we'll see. Um Gonzaga's tough. But I still think, I mean, overall, the way that we're playing, we're hot. Um, so I think that that'll be, that'll be a good game. I've got all three number ones that you named, Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois. And then I've got Alabama as my last one, Roll Tide. Um, but, I mean, they're just so athletic. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, like, I, I look at, like, I really hope this game happens, Florida State versus Alabama, because it's just the, like, perennial athletic teams that are just running up and down pressing like all in your face i mean it's just, <laughs> it's going to be one of those games where you're just watching athletes play um probably not the most like you know fundamental and and, and buttoned up game you'll right see some turnovers you'll see some you know crazy stuff happen but i love those games so yeah i've got florida state and alabama playing uh to in the elite eight to go uh to go and i got alabama winning then Okay, so and of course you have Illinois beating Gonzaga, I assume, right? I got Illinois beating Gonzaga. Illinois okay. is the champion. The reason why I have Illinois as a champion, I think they're the best team, but also I just want to make sure that whenever they do win, that I can celebrate that. Yeah, I, I, mean, would, I would feel really bad if they win and I didn't have them. 
yeah, like you'd be a terrible person and a human being. So, like, if you're an Illinois fan and you don't pick them to win it all this year, then you're not an Illinois fan. Like, that's just that simple. Don't give me the like, oh, well, I mean, like, I just played the strategy or picked who I thought the best team would, blah, blah, blah. No. If you like Illinois, if you claim to be an Illinois fan and you don't pick them to win the national championship, then you're not a fan anymore. You're kicked out. Okay. It's that simple, really. So, I expect every bracket that you know is in our thing will have Illinois as a champion. So it's going to come down to who picks the rest of the games more correctly. So it's that simple. But do you have any double-digit seeded team in the Sweet Sixteen? Yes. So Maryland beating Alabama would That's get right. them to the Sweet Sixteen, and um, I have. That was my other – I guess it's not a huge upset, but I did have Kansas losing second round to USC. But then I think I have – I think, again, I did, I've did. i done two brackets. In one of them, I have USC beating Iowa, and the other one I have Iowa beating USC. So um, not double digits, though. I think Maryland's my only double-digit Sweet 16 that I got going that far. It's just, man, this year's really – it's tough year for – upsets i feel like just because there was a lot of um there's like some very clearly better teams and i just don't know a lot you know not, not that you ever really know a lot about some of these mid-majors but it's just it was hard to pick like liberty seems like a very popular pick but oklahoma state's such a popular pick because they're you know under that and they have Cade cunningham that a lot, i don't think a lot of people are picking liberty but a lot of people are saying that that could happen you know, Syracuse can always make a run just with the style of play they make. That'd be a double digit if they were to win two games. So I, it's really hard. Maryland's the only one I think that I'm pretty sure that I picked to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah, I mean, you know there's going to be one or two. For sure, for sure. I just don't know who they're going to be. But looking at mine, I mean, feel solid with, like, my Elite Eight. But I'm also – loaded heavy on the favorites. I mean, I've got one, two, one, two, one, two, and four, two. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, you know, I mean, I think that we already talked about number one, um, first one out. I think that's gotta be Michigan for sure. I mean, they're just not playing well. Um, I don't think they look good by any means and, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. It's just crazy to me how many Big Ten teams there are in this tournament this year. Well, what's crazy, man, is like, okay, if you really think about it, it's not that hard to foresee an all-Big Ten Final Four. Think about that. Gonzaga's region, like, Iowa could go to the Final Four. They could beat Gonzaga. Okay, then you have Illinois – Ohio State, you know, if something happens to Baylor before they get to Ohio State, or Ohio State could beat Baylor, like, it's, it's a one versus a two. Gonzaga, Iowa is a one versus a two. Illinois in the Midwest, and then in the East, like, yeah, Michigan could get there. Like, you could have Michigan versus Iowa, Illinois versus Ohio State as your final four, and it wouldn't be, like, huge upsets. You'd have, they'd all, they're all one and two seeds. Right. Like I think that's insane for a conference. Yeah, that's to nice. have to have four um, one-two seeds. Yeah, that is pretty pretty incredible. Um, and think, the way that they lined up in the brackets, the potential for that to be a Final Four. Boy, do I not want to see Ohio State though again. I mean, it's tough to be <laughs> oh, yeah. time. 
Yeah, but okay. But if I tell you your options are playing Ohio State or Baylor, like I'd probably take Ohio State. Do Baylor want that rematch with Baylor? I mean, yeah, like I'm not gonna shy away from it, but like if you're telling me who we have the better chance to beat, I think it's Ohio State. Yeah, I agree. But still, I just don't want to see it. Right. I want to go. I want to. Hey, I want to beat the guy. Like I want to beat the. I hear you. I hear you. And I'd hate to see Michigan, Iowa, because woof, two bad teams, in my opinion. And one of them would get to the championship game. You know, although we know we could smash either one of them. You know what? I'm just thinking now, like what would be a really sick way that this whole thing like plays out? What if for some reason Michigan and Illinois somehow found themselves in a national championship game? And it's for bragging rights. It's for who's the you know who's the team. Who's going to be the national champion? Yeah, keep your Big Ten banner because we're hanging the national. We're hanging the natty. Let's go. I think for Illinois State, because they're already saying that, like keep your Big Ten regular season banner. We've got the Big Ten tournament banner, and we beat you head to head. Like I don't. I think bragging rights is over at this point. I mean, obviously, if we met them in the national championship and they beat us, they would have the ultimate bragging rights. But I'm saying even if that matchup never happens, Illinois has it on them at this point. I don't want – like, I just – man, I can't see Michigan getting there. The way they're playing, right. no livers. Now, granted, like, if I'm looking at this bracket, Gonzaga and Michigan, that left side, the uh, west and the east, are the two easiest brackets, I think. Like, I know Bama, Florida State, Texas. Like, I mean, those three teams are good in Michigan's bracket, but, like, I don't think that they are um, – you know, Ohio State good. I don't think they're Iowa good. Well, maybe Iowa good, but I just – I don't know. I look at it, I just don't see any, like, really tough team that – and they may not – and you know, two of those teams are going to lose before they would even get to Michigan if Michigan can make it that far, so. Well, and like you said, though, there's a lot of good, I feel like, solid, you know, mid-numbers up there. So, like, Maryland at a 10. I mean, I think that's a tough matchup, you know. Sure. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, an Alabama or a Texas, you know, playing a Michigan State or a BYU in the second round, like, could get beat. Like, there's potential upsets to where Michigan wouldn't even have to play some of the top teams in their league. Now, I agree that there's potential upsets everywhere on the bracket, so other that could go that same way for other teams, but just seems like more so in that one. Gonzaga's bracket looks like a cake, dude, especially with Virginia having COVID issues, like, I really could see Ohio beating them. Creighton is not playing. Creighton just got blasted uh, not that long ago. So, like, they're not playing very good. Uh, Missouri is playing terrible right now. Like, Kansas has COVID issues. Like, Gonzaga couldn't have got a better draw, I don't think. And I get that they're the number one overall seed, so they're supposed to get an easy draw. But, right, dang. No, I agree. It'll be interesting to see that one play out. I mean, yeah. Michigan will probably run into like some teams that their whole team gets COVID, so they just <laughs> they'll get the yeah. they'll get the skip. Yeah, yeah, probably not play their full schedule. So. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be. I mean, I can't wait. Illinois plays Friday at twelve fifteen. I'm off work at noon. Got some packing and stuff to do because we're going to Cincinnati for the weekend. So of course, I'll be watching the Drexel game. And that's what. 
I'm trying to keep myself from looking too far ahead. Like, hey, let's just beat Drexel. Let's not be that one seed that gets beat. You know what I mean? Like, let's focus. And I'm, I'm sure Underwood is preaching this. I'm sure the guys are buying in. Like, don't get ahead of yourself, okay? Like, you don't, you're not playing Cade Cunningham in Oklahoma State yet. You got to beat Drexel and whoever wins that Loyola Georgia Tech game. Like, the, that's your first thing. And I know that the, um, uh, Illinois did a big thing in the Big Ten tournament was they, they, they broke the bracket into a four, a four team bracket. So, like, right now, Underwood has on the board just Illinois Drexel, Loyola, Chicago, Georgia Tech. And it's a four team tournament. Win that tournament. Yep. And then the next 14 tournament, you'll get to know you don't even know who you're playing in that tournament yet. So there's no point in looking ahead. So yep. like that's the and I know he did that in the Big Ten tournament. I think it's smart. Like you keep those guys, like that's all they're focused on is that 14 tournament. And then when you get to the Sweet 16, then it if it's Oregon State and then at the bottom it's West Virginia and Houston, then that's your next 14 tournament. Win that tournament. And yep. so it's just it's it's kind of compartmentalizing it and making sure you're focused on that and just don't look past the Drexel. Just beat the tar out of Drexel and rest and then get ready for the next game. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's business as usual. And, you know, I'd love to be able to just, you know, come out, get a 30-point win, have the guys sit, get some fun, you know, get some momentum going. And then, yeah, I mean, I think, like, you know, once once you see who wins Loyola or Georgia Tech, then that's the next game. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a great way to look at it. I think that's what you got to do. But um, should be should be a good tournament, man. I'm excited about it. Yeah, dude, I, I'm I'm super excited. Like, man, I, it's just like I said earlier. Like, I'm giddy. I, I can't even like keep my train of thoughts going. It's probably a terrible podcast because I've been all over the place. But like, who cares, man? Like, it's Illinois is a one seed. Last time we were one seed, we went to the championship game, and I feel like we've got unfinished business with that. And like, let's get it done this year. We were and like, let's just briefly finish. And I'm not gonna, we're not gonna get into a big conversation, but I just, I do think it's a fun conversation to have. But like, we had talked about it in the group chat. But like, this team versus the 05 team. Like, I, I know we went over it. I can't remember. Like, wh- where were you at on that, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you you kind of said that you think this team. And for me, like, I could – I mean, I think I think they're very even in terms of matchups. The only thing that, like, I would say is I would lean towards the guards from 05. I just feel like they were, you know, a little older, a little more um, smart and just overall better in terms of, like, defense. I mean, now – our, our guards are playing really good right now. I, say, I, mean, I, say, I feel like they're Cervello, not really older, and you're just like, don't don't take for granted what Trent's done defensively this year. I know, year, it's just, but... but it's like it's like they had so much energy. Like, I mean, D Brown, dude, he was so much fun to watch. Like, Darren, I mean, like you know, that would be a good you know kind of matchup to to just see what what could happen and lose their head. I mean, like, I just think it's hard. But I think you know we had said the X factor is like nobody could stop Kofi. Like, right. there's just no answer for that. Um, so, I mean, it would be, like, you know, really tough for – I mean, the, the only way that I would see, like, the 05 team beating them is if, you know, Kobe got in foul trouble. But 
if it was, you know, a, a standard game, Kofi played his regular minutes, I think that this team would win. I think that they would beat the 05 team. So that's kind of where my stance is at. Yeah, I, I tend to go that route too. And like, look, I, I'll give my breakdown real quick, but I never, and I told this guy, you guys this in the group chat, like I never thought I would ever think this team was better than the 05 team. But just like the way that this team's gone this season and progressed, like I, I just go position by position. Like, look, you have to take away what you know Darren Williams as as a pro, which was a multi-year all-star, um, an all-NBA point guard but like he and he was great in college but he wasn't that yet and we don't know what io could be in the pros but like i think io and darren in college is a wash and like that's saying a lot for both of them like darren io's putting it puts up more points and probably just as many assists and rebounds as darren did but darren had you know his he was like curbello like an older, what we hope Curbelo can turn into as far as just the way he sees the game and stuff. So I call that a wash. I call D and Trent a wash. And a lot of people may not think that D was just so popular because, you know, it was the hair, it was the speed, the shooting. Like he's a better shooter than Trent. But Trent, like, I mean, Trent was just first team all Big Ten defense. And so, like, that D was never that. D could get some steals just based on his quickness and stuff, but he could not lock down the other team's best guard like Trent can. So I call that a wash. Um, the big one on the perimeter is Luther. Like, there is no – Luther was just so solid. I mean, he was, like, a lot better as far as offensively DeMonte Williams, if you want to call it that, or Adam Miller. Okay, like he he was our best def- best perimeter defender. He was a knockdown shooter, athlete, like just really good. And then you go at the four, like Demonte and Grandison and Roger Powell's a wash to me. Demonte's a better shooter, Powell probably bigger, stronger. And then you go Augustine and Kofi, and like it's just no match, right? So heads advantage over Adam Miller versus Kofi's advantage over Augustine. I think we know how that plays out. And so just with starting fives, I think this team's probably a little bit better. And that's not even counting, like, the bench. The bench, this team's way better. I mean, just by Curbella. Right. Okay, they, the 05 team was bringing up Jack Ingram, solid solid player. Like, he's, like, bringing DeMonte off the bench, basically. Um, solid player, does what he needs to do. And Rich McBride, who was supposed to be better than he ever ended up being, never ended up being, like, that great, just a good shooter. Curbelo is an X factor and there's just, I think this team's better. And I just, I didn't think I'd ever get to that point. And I just thought it was crazy to, to kind of my thought process to go that way. And like, to really actually think that this team is just the better team, even though we know that other team, you know, chemistry wise, everything was great. went 30, what something and one, and then lost the championship game. So I, I'm just so excited for this team to see if they can make that run now too. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, you know, thinking about it, and I was saying, you know, I felt like the 05 team, they just had guys that could make that big shot. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, that was, that was to me, like, the age factor and the experience factor and just the overall, like, clutch factor. I just felt like I would give that to 05 over this team. But looking at it, I mean, I don't know if there's a clutch shot that needs to be made for the, you know, team now versus 05 in that game. Right. Um, and that being like said, man, this that... team 
hasn't had that many opportunities, but other than Ayo, who has made the clutch shot, but like you know, Demonte has hit big threes down the stretch. Um, for Bello just hit a big jumper in the lane in overtime last game. So like, yeah, you, I, ball like give last shot of the game. There's probably more guys on the 05 team I would want shooting that shot than this team right now. But maybe this team gets more opportunities and changes our mind. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe it's going down low to Kofi and getting that uh, that dunk. Nah, because he just gets hammered and then can't make a freaking free throw. Yeah, I, I still think that that's you know that's something that they're gonna have to pay attention to. But overall, I mean, I think that everything is pretty much uh, right where it needs to be moving into this uh, tourney. Sure. So. Yeah, man. Like, uh, let's just get to it. Let's get out of here. Get to get me to Friday as fast as possible, and let's let this thing get started. And. Hopefully, hopefully they don't have a slip up somewhere. So, and hopefully, you know, just knock on wood for the whole tournament's sake. We don't have to have any teams drop out or anything. Like, let's just get there and get it going. All right, man. You got anything else? No, just uh, everybody make sure that you sign up, get your picks in. Um, I think it's like Thursday morning, cut off at like ten o'clock. So, uh, just make sure. Yeah, like you're going to fill out a bracket anyway, so just do one on our Yahoo thing. It's super easy and and have a chance to win something at the end. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, I think we, we'll probably do like 100 bucks to the winner and just pay out that, that number one spot. Um, so, I mean, there's, you know, there's some money to be made, and, you know, hopefully that's paying out somebody that picked up Illinois. But um, – well, it, it will only pay out to somebody who picked Illinois. <laughs> so, like, uh, I mean, I'm just like, I'm, I mean, I'm not promising, but I am promising. Like, that's what's going to happen. So, and Illinois After. will probably win anyway. So, it doesn't matter. Like, it's going to pay out to whoever picked Illinois because they'll be the champs. So, right, right. So, serious, but like serious. <laughs> so, all right, guys, we'll, um, uh, uh, we'll probably do one next week again after the, you know, we'll have round one in the books, and um, hopefully we'll be getting ready for Illinois in the Sweet 16. So we'll see you then.